in three words. The best stories. What is showing some of the best things going on right now? The, the best, best stories, stories are authentic. They are relevant. Thought-provoking. Emotional is probably the first The best one stories are humorous. Shareable. They I think are emotional. entertaining. They're unique. I, I would and say relevant. inspiring. Honest. Real. Colorful. And they're emotional. Those are some of the best stories. Hello and welcome back to Storyteller. We are coming to you from the conference floor at the annual bowl season meeting. So, so excited. In-person interview going on today. We want you active in the chat, whether it be the LinkedIn chat or live on Twitter. Where are you watching from? Let's get right into it. I'm Sky Muller, you know that. But more importantly, I'm so excited for our storyteller today. Someone we've had our eye on for a long time because <laughs> the team that the work that you and your team put out is just gold standard. So the assistant director of communications and branding at the college football playoff, Katie Cavender. Welcome to Storyteller. Gosh, Sky, it's so nice to be here. Big fan of what Tagboard does. So excited about being here on Storyteller. Longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah. Excited to be here. Yes, this is cool. <laughs> well, you know how we get started then, right? I do. In your opinion, the best stories are blank, blank, and blank. Yeah, so I would say the best stories are um, authentic, relatable, and then I'm going to cheat a little and say uh, both inspired and inspiring. You know what's inspiring third. is the college football playoff. It's, I mean, that's what everyone strives for. They make it there, and it's an inspiring road to get there, and the content that you and your team put out uh, really reflects that. And it's really cool to watch that, that content. But let's focus on you a little bit so to give people an understanding of the storyteller that you are sure. and, and your career. If you were to be the college football playoff selection committee, would you? And, and maybe pick two moments that really shaped who you are and, and the person I'm talking to, what would those moments be? Gosh, just two? There's so many so many moments that would be on the bubble. Yeah, I feel yeah, like we yeah. need some play-in games, maybe like the Field of 68 and March Madness or something. Um, I would say probably two of the more um, memorable and maybe um, most uh, inspiring moments of my career um, that I can think through. The first is I was really fortunate. I started um, postgraduate as an intern at the Pac-10 conference, not Pac-12. Conference Pac of Champions, baby. That's right. Um, and as part of that, was really fortunate to be part of the um, staff that executed the Rose Bowl game that year. And it was the same year that the Rose Bowl game hosted the BCS National Championship with Texas and USC. Pretty memorable game in college football history. Yeah, People are, just a little are one. pretty polarized <laughs> on one way or the other. We have on some how Trojans on our team. We sure do. <laughs> um, but so having that experience working at a national championship as an intern, I'm from a rural town in nor northern Nevada um, and went to a school that was at that time in the Western Athletic Conference. So being able to transition my time as a student assistant there to an intern and then working on the national stage in college football um, was was really tremendous and it really left an impact on me moving forward to my time here at the college football playoff um, was was really a cool full circle opportunity for me. Um, the other moment that I would kind of think through is my first media day at um, the college football playoff. Uh, that was always an exciting time for me in my 11 years at the Mountain West Conference before I came to the CFP. It was an opportunity to connect with media, really build content, connect with the coaches and the student athletes, and really tell the stories um, about them off of the field or off of the court. And so to have that opportunity at the CFP with the two teams that were going to play in the national championship two, two days uh, after um, was really an exciting thing. But um, in particular at that event, 
Um, we have tremendous partnerships with the folks at, at Twitter and Instagram, Facebook, all of the platforms. They really make a great commitment toward the CFP. Um, and we typically, at that Media Day event, create spaces for the student athletes to create some really fun, engaging content. We've got gift stations and we've played games and all sorts of things. And that year we had worked with um, Twitter and Fresh Tape Media to build um, this sort of experience that had a camera on a robot um, that worked really great. It was on a track system and they built it all out. Um, it was very exciting. And the, the great full circle part of that was the student athletes, after they participated in front of the camera, we're just as excited to see how the whole system worked behind the scenes and to see student athletes who we're creating content for, who we're telling the stories for, also excited about our craft um, was really tremendous and, and just inspired me to continue to find ways that we can sort of bridge that gap. Oh, I love that. It's so important to show kind of the hard work and the people that are working behind the scenes to put that stuff together. And, and that's what we try and do, shine a light on all those people and because there's so many fascinating stories out there and, and a really big group of storytellers is the hashtag SM Sports community. What does that community mean to you? It means so much to me, actually. If, if anybody checks out my personal handles, um, this is not a plug whatsoever, <laughs> but um, you will probably think that I'm a spam bot. Spam bot, I follow. It's good content, follow Katie. <laughs> I, I follow so many accounts because I'm just such a geek for great stories and great content. Um, but that community in particular, um, I feel like really is able to connect with each other and to build relationships maybe yeah. that that you wouldn't have the opportunity to especially in this COVID world to to get FaceTime with each other. Um, it's been a community not only within the college ranks but also in professional sports and otherwise um, to share ideas to um, lift each other up to have humor um, all of those great things it's, it's really great community that, that I've been passionate about for a really long time and it's great to see it continuing to flourish and grow um, with, with content creators yeah. developing all across the country. Oh, it's so cool. And, and everyone's building each other up, hyping each other up, sharing Absolutely. content. It's, that's, like, that's what community is all about. And one thing that I like, actually I love, that you and the team at the CFP have done really well is 24-7, 365 content. You have sure. a tent pull event, right? Yep. The college football playoff. There's the semifinal, but then the national championship mm -hmm. game happens over a few week period but you're constantly creating content. What are the sure. keys to, to success? Because I yeah. think there's a lot of events like you guys out there that, that could be doing a lot of the sure. same. I think we're really fortunate. You know, college, college football season is really only 12 games in a regular season. Yeah. And if, it, if a team's lucky enough to get to a conference championship game or a bowl game or the CFP, you know, it gets to the 13 and 14 range, but otherwise it's, it's really 12 moments a year. So it's a really finite um, schedule, but it also feels like college football season happens 12 months out of the year. Mm -hmm. So we can lean on the great things like um, spring games and spring practice, the NFL combine, NFL draft, um, all of those great things to help, help continue to tell that story, to bridge the gap and, and educate folks about the national championship traveling from city to city. Mm -hmm. That's a great content opportunity for us as well. And then we are really proud of the efforts of the College Football Playoff Foundation. Um, their primary initiative is Extra Yard for Teachers that elevates so cool. the K through 12 education profession. So teachers across the country are celebrated. So that's, there's, there's never not a time to celebrate teachers. So that's also an opportunity for us to sort of lean into that story. Amen to that, always celebrating our teachers. Yeah. Now, the, we had Sarah Rosen on from Twitter recently, and, and I know you work with the Twitter team, as you mentioned, TJ Adeshola, and we talked Shout a lot out. about like a, a, achieving your business objectives. Mm -hmm. 
What are the keys with, that you think about when it comes to monetizing your content and achieve, achieving those objectives? Sure, so the CFP is still rather young, like yeah. in the college football ecosystem. Um, you know, we're over 150 years of college football, but the CFP is only heading into its ninth season. So there's still a big education gap for us to continue to tr strive for. And then taking that one step further um, into the engagement piece, you know, I think it's really important kind of go back thinking about the the Rob Lowe meme of him sitting in, yes. in the stands with his NFL hat on. <laughs> Let's get some CFP hats That's on. That's right. <laughs> More often than not, like someone who's a fan of college football is really passionate about their team, perhaps their conference, but really passionate about their traditions and the camaraderie and their rivalry. Um, and so we've tried to really strive to make all efforts that we can to get the CFP's voice on social, um, to sort of celebrate all of that excitement mm -hmm. and sort of be an extension of it rather than um, more of a logo talking sort of one-way yeah. communication. Just really, really just celebrating what we all love and especially with the last game of, of the season being the pinnacle of college no football. And so you're right, you guys are still relatively a young organization. Yeah. So it is a lot of brand awareness and building and education and engagement. That's really cool. Is there a specific activation that you think back on? You're like, gosh, you know, that really achieved Ooh. what we were trying to do. I'm it sure is, there's a lot of there, them. There are a lot. We are really, like I said before, we are really fortunate with mm -hmm. all of those partnerships that we have at the platforms. You know, we've done some great things with Twitter, with a tweet suite that, that TJ himself has been really yes, passionate about. Yes, I love about. the tweet sheet. Yeah, We've had, uh, we've had very, very important tweeters um, <laughs> there with us um, at two national championships now. It's the first time that we've done that, or they've done that um, at football and in the college space. So that's been really exciting. We, we worked with them this year on um, our front page tweets initiatives with, along with ESPN, um, where uh, fans were able to submit content using a hashtag um, celebrating either Georgia or Alabama. And then we curated tweets from those submissions and actually printed um, newspapers that were distributed post-game for the teams, um, but then also sent to those folks who submitted them. So that's a really cool one. And we've done some great stuff with Instagram with their Playmakers program, but one in particular as it relates to business objectives. Um, in New Orleans in 2020, uh, we partnered with Nike and with Snap actually um, on an AR activation where um, we created murals from local artists in the New Orleans community really embracing that art scene. Um, these murals were placed, they were for one of the each, or there was one for each of the playoff semifinal teams, um, and it, they were in the French Quarter, and when a fan went to scan or take a snap or would scan also with the CFP mobile app, um, each of the murals, they would get some curated content that was specific just to that team no, for, for NFL players perfect. who played. So, so you would scan the LSU mural and OBJ would come and, and say go Tigers and, and really rally around that. So that was really great. And then once you scanned each of those four murals, you would unlock a badge. And when you had all four badges, you had oh. the opportunity to go to a local, local sneaker store and get a chance at um, a custom pair of um, exclusive CFP Air Force Ones, Whoa. which was crazy. I didn't even get my hands on them. I, the, 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 I think a hundred folks who were able to get those, they're probably out there in the universe. You're a sneakerhead kind of like me, right? Absolutely. Yeah, those, that's absolutely. so cool. Really jealous that I didn't get my hands on one of those. <laughs> was a little busy that weekend, but um, yeah, so that was a really tremendous opportunity Gosh. with Nike and Snap for us to. Those curated, personalized experiences are yeah. really special, aren't absolutely. they? Absolutely. That's so cool. Absolutely. Now you do such a good job, you and the team on engaging your audience on social, 
but also obviously you have a marquee event every yeah. year in person. What are the keys to engaging your fans when they're on site, in venue, sure. pregame, during, post, whatever it may Absolutely. be? Absolutely, yeah. So we're really lucky that at a national championship game, we not only have our game, but we've got several ancillary events that um, really speak to the local community, but also those coming from out of town to have touches of the CFP wherever they go. We've got a 5K and a foodie event. Um, Playoff Bend Central is a big um, football amusement park, what we yeah. like to call it. And we have a free concert series as well with, with some really A-list talent. So um, what college football fans really love, I've come to find, is having um, ownership and access. And so being able to provide um, through the social experience, having providing and empowering those fans who are there, whether they're locals or came in from out of town, sort of that access and ownership as part of their experience to capture that memory and preserve mm -hmm. that for, for years to come. You know, they'll always think back of, gosh, remember when, when the, the CFP was in town for the national championship? Like that, that's super important as a priority for us. Oh, I love that. Because win or lose, they're going to take those memories back with them. And we've been fortunate at Tagboard to, to partner sure. ever since you got to the CFP. Absolutely. And it was that 2018, I think, when you got there. Mm -hmm. And it's been an awesome partnership. What, in your opinion, what, what kind of value do, does Tagboard bring to, to you guys in your game day Yeah, experience? I would say that you guys really help provide that platform for us to be able to empower those fans, to have the ownership and the access in those events that um, that is really important and creates those memories for them. But you also help us build the bridge for, for those millions of fans who aren't as lucky to be in the host city for the national championship, who are still celebrating you know, the pinnacle of the college football season from wherever they are across, across the globe. Tagboard really provides that opportunity opportunity to connect with them and, and sort of tell that story and see everything that's happening around that big celebration of college football. And we love it. We, it no one gets FOMO, right? You can you can interact <laughs> from anywhere and, and still be a part Absolutely. of it. So, well, we're not done yet, but that is the first half, if you will, okay. Katie, of this episode of Storyteller. <laughs> first, get out those phones. It's time for a little tag board trivia college football playoff edition. We'll be right back after the 90 second break. You just heard us call out Tagboard Trivia during the Storyteller live experience. If you're listening on the podcast, no need to worry. You can play along as well. We dropped a link in the show notes or go to tagboard.com storyteller. Scroll down a little and you'll see the trivia. All right, welcome back. Hope you scored a perfect score on that college football playoff trivia. Made it extra difficult because we know we have a lot of college football fans in our audience, so we'll see how you all did. But let's get right back into it with Katie Cavender from the college football playoff. And this is our segment time. And so our first segment is called the Timeline Time Machine. We look back on an old tweet from your account, sure. bring it back up, talk a little bit about the history. Yours was actually easy to find because you pinned it for me, and <laughs> but I loved it. And, yeah. and you mentioned your time at the Mountain West Conference, sure. won three Emmys. Congrats, three-time Emmy Award winner. Um, but you had posted about the first time that the Mountain West Conference streamed live on Twitter, sure. and Jack from Twitter retweeted it. It was an all-time moment. Absolutely. What? As you look, because you were part of the advanced media team there, and mm -hmm. now obviously you're doing a lot of digital strategy and, yeah. and branding at College Football Playoff. Absolutely. What are you looking for in the future? What's the next like live streaming on Twitter type stuff? Sure. Yeah. You know, um, we were really fortunate at the Mountain West to to work with Twitter when we developed our digital network there um, to be the first to to produce live football on its platform. 
um, before the NFL have live games there as part of its Thursday night package. So that was a tremendous moment to know that that was such an important priority for Twitter at that time. And then for Jack to, to retweet the Mountain West, it's why it's still pinned on my, yeah, my account because never th- take it down. <laughs> there's, there's no one else on Twitter besides Jack. It's, it's all about Jack. So, um, but, but moving forward, looking into the future, understanding that, um, some, that some of those platforms have gotten away from more long form um, live content. I do think um, I've always been bullish on um, broadcast media and broadcast television being much more social. So um, whether that's um, what, what Paul Feinbaum is doing mm-hmm. with, with taking his radio show onto SEC Network and ESPN for folks to participate in that dialogue, I think that's what makes that as, as a passionate um, and, and really consumed piece of um, content in a franchise within ESPN's infrastructure to the things that they're even doing with the Manning cast, with Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi, all of those things. Um, I think there's really great opportunity, um, not only in traditional media, but also um, digitally to, to really bridge that gap between just broadcasting um, content as people consume it and really making it more two-way and more social. Uh, that's my favorite type of a broadcast. I saw that ESPN's doing it now with the K-Rod show with Absolutely. Michael K and A-Rod. Obviously, the college football playoff was like one of the first with the mega cast, right? Was Absolutely. It, and that was a, this whole yep. second experience where you're getting more behind the scenes from experts, having a more casual conversation. Those are my all-time favorite like shows. To I watch. do too. It's, yeah. it's it's funny that that um, that it had, we've all kind of grown up on the more traditional <laughs> yeah. ways, but to see um, how sort of rethinking and reengaging and getting more folks sort of captivated in those pinnacle moments, I think, is really important. That's so cool. Yeah. Well. In scrolling your Twitter, I also <laughs> discovered you're a fan of Wordle, like I am, I am a fan myself. Of Wordle. And uh, I found every form of Wordle there is out there, and uh, I, I do them all. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. But having you on the show, we have Tag Wordle, and so okay. we're going to put a graphic on to to show the people how this is going to go. But this word is going to tie into a follow-up question for you. Okay. Um, Tricky. And it's going to be very difficult because you don't have like I can't do Wordle if I can't see all the letters that I've picked, <laughs> but. Um, let's give it a shot. Okay, sounds good. Would, so, so, am I picking all five word or you, you, six options? You're going to just give me a five-letter word. Okay. Um, let's start with the word because this is tricky. I'll start with the word trick. Ooh, trick's a good one. Trick's a good one. I got to go into my system here, and what I will tell you, Katie, is that you have the letter I in the correct place. It's the third letter, and n- oh. none of the other ones are correct. Okay, how about the word tried? Ooh, okay, okay. Oh, that's a good one. That was a good one. Okay, you now have the last three letters in the right spot. So you're missing just the first two. Okay. I. Th- yeah, wow. Okay. <laughs> the second, sometimes you get lucky, yeah. sometimes you don't. If anybody plays Wordle out there, you, if you know, to, you know. To, I, if you need a, a little tip, you're missing the first two. The second one's a vowel. Okay, give me a second. How about guide? <laughs> there it is. That's a three. Throw, put your threes in the air for Katie. Guide. <laughs> Tell her what she's won. Yeah, this yeah. Guy. <laughs> you want some exclusive storyteller swag, and um, but yeah, guide's the word. Very awesome. well done. You're cool. a, it's it's clear you do it every single. Or I don't know if you do it every day, but you do it a lot. Sure do. Um, keep the streak alive. <laughs> yeah, you got to keep the streak alive, and it. Thankfully, I chose a word that's not one of those ones that's like teach, where it could be like. Oh, totally. Those are the ones that kill the streaks. Totally kill the streaks, absolutely. But to get back into it, I chose guide because 
uh, it's really clear that a big passion of yours is guiding future storytellers yeah. of this world and this industry at sure. hashtag SM Sports. And around the college football playoff time, I know you bring in a lot of um, college interns or college um, people to come work at you sure. or people who just graduated from college. Yeah. What's that like to be able to build the future generation? Oh my gosh, it is probably um, what I, when I, took the job at the college football playoff in 2018. It's probably what I least expected would be an aspect of my job, but what I kind of think is the most fulfilling. Um, so we're really fortunate for those who don't know who are at home. Um, we do have full-time interns at the CFP. Um, we just announced on Monday our, our incoming class, there are four full-time interns, um, one in, in each department, so to speak. Um, and so we'll have someone come in from August to April, who's sort of my right hand as it relates to all things digital and social. Um, and the two of us will work together in the fall, um, sort of like an NFL draft room sort of experience. So we'll put together a draft board of all of the either current students or recent graduates from across the country who are doing really cool stuff, whether it's videography, photography, um, publishing, graphic design, all of the things that make social really what it is in terms of content. Um, and then we'll sort of mix and match and find a roster that makes sense of usually in the 12 to 15 people range. Um, and then we'll extend invitations to those folks um, and ask them if they, if they can get themselves to the city for the national championship game. We will put them up in a hotel, we'll get them some swag, we'll feed them, and we'll get them credentialed access and they really will be our boots on the ground to be our storytellers throughout national championship weekend um, it's a tremendous experience it almost feels like um, amped up summer camp so yes. to speak so like once you fit everybody into a room the energy is so exciting um, everyone's really collaborative and they want to share their tips and tricks that they've learned from their experiences at campuses all across the country um, to really build the content up um, and so that's really something that's been really tremendous. And then that group has built a really tight-knit bond, not only with us, but within each other. Um, and then we've had alums go on from sort of that program into positions with all of the Power Five conferences and college uh, football and college athletics, the MLS, the MLB, NFL, NHL, um, all of the professional ranks as well, as well as agency work. We've got someone who actually works at Twitter too. So um, that's a really tremendous opportunity for us to sort of feedback into the industry that feeds me so much. It's really yeah. fulfilling in that regard. Um, and, and really at its core, college football and college sports is higher education. So in my mind, that that's just an extension of sort of that mission for us to provide opportunity for folks um, to, to build their resumes, to build a portfolio base, to get them, um, you know, to, to really invest in that next generation of, of great storytellers. Well, out thank there. you for doing it because it's, oh, it's, it's awesome. freaking awesome. And yes. there's no better experience than reps and hands on experience. Right. Totally. And so, like, it's so cool to give that opportunity to so many students around the around the country. And so that, I appreciate you for that. Oh, gosh, it's an honor. It's an honor. Well, it leads nicely into our closing question here, because you do know so many people in this industry and people that are doing incredible work that yes. maybe we don't know about. Sure. And so it's time for the storyteller shout out. Okay. So feel free to pick one, two or however many you feel <laughs> and, and shout them out. And that way we can, you know, build that storyteller community yeah. and shout out the people that deserve it. Absolutely. So so I would say that alumni base of, of each of my first four social media teams at the CFP is certainly top of list. Um, follow them, hire them, support them, be a part of the SM Sports community with them. They are, they are folks that I'm really passionate about and are going to continue to do great things across 
um, across content, whether they stay in sports or not. Um, in addition to that, I'd really love to shout out um, actually someone at ESPN who helps with uh, content for ESPN talent, Reva Labby Kingsbury, um, sort of works behind the scenes, but she works with talent all across the country um, with between Chris Fowler and, and Malik Andrews oh, and folks all across the place, all across um, their ecosystem to, um, to sort of get them onto digital and social and out of in front of a traditional camera and more in front of their phones. Um, I really enjoy the content that she does and she deserves to be uplifted as well. And then I would be totally remiss if I didn't shout out um, my new sort of best friends at, at Let It Fly Media. Oh, um, they are doing tremendous things from yes. Billy Quatch and Tom, Tom Martin, Andrew, Andrew Carter and, and Ben Walnick and, and Mick White, who actually coming full circle, he um, was a two year um, alum of our social team at national championships. It's what it's all about. Um, so, so they are they are new partners of ours. They they started with us here in Indianapolis, um, but they are doing tremendous things. They're becoming this collective of of crazy amazing content creators they across are. the country. And I've got some really tremendous exciting things coming. So definitely follow them as well. We're excited to be affiliated with them. You were the, you introduced me to that team through just by following you on Twitter. Sure. I, and they are absolutely incredible. Really quick, the first four, who were the names of the first four people? That oh, B Billy Quatch um, is their creative director. Uh, Tom Martin is their uh, director of storytelling okay. actually. Um, and then Andrew Carter and Ben Walnick are their um, founders. That's awesome. So yes, and of course Mick White. Can't, can't leave Mick White out as well. Well, this has been so much fun, Katie. Thank Thanks you so much me, for Sky. jumping on the storyteller stage in person. I mean, it brings so much energy and, and it's been a long time coming. So appreciate you taking some time here at the Bowl Season Conference to, to chat and talk storytellers, which you know, we're both passionate about that Absolutely. industry. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for being great partners. We really are, are passionate about everything that, that Tag Board does and are excited about what's to come in the future for our partnership. Heck yeah. Let's keep it rolling. That's right. All right. Take care, everyone.